Welcome to DealCast, the weekly M&A podcast presented to you by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. I'm Juliana Needham, a business journalist who's covered M&A for more than a decade. In this episode, we're hearing from South Korea to find out how a new administration there will impact deal activity. I'm joined by Jenny Lee, a financial reporter for Merger Market, and Kate Kim, the South Korea bureau chief for Merger Market, who are both based in Seoul. Hi, Kate. Hi, Jenny. Thanks very much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. So, Kate, starting off with you, South Korea has elected a new president, Yoon Suk-yul of the Conservative People Power Party, ending the five-year rule of the Democratic Party. We had the new administration inaugurated on the 10th of May. What are the implications of the new administration and how is it potentially going to affect the wider business environment and more specifically deal activity in South Korea? I think, you know, the first of all, the major change you see uh, on this new administration with the foreign policy. Um, you know, the previous administration had uh, quite a focus on the North Korea and China relations. But this new government is aiming to rebuild the relationship with our close neighbor, uh, United States. So as is stated, you know, the President Biden you know, has visited Korea last week um, and and in in return, the, the South Korea's, you know, two Jebel groups, you know, Samsung Electronics and also the Hyundai committed the investment plan for the country for next year. So Samsung and Hyundai Motor announced, you know, US dollar 17 billion and, and, and 10 billion investment respectively, you know, in the US market, um, you know, to strengthen their businesses in automotives. Uh, and, and semiconductor, um, and robotics and wider industrial uh, business area. So this, you know, um, the, I guess that so, so this, um, this corporate, you know, investment in the U.S. will be accelerated, um, uh, under this, um, new administration. Um, and similar to that, um, the, the secondly, uh, we can expect more regulatory, um, friendly or, you know, the, uh, or corporate friendly um, regulatory framework in South Korea because um, the new administration um, repeatedly said that you know they want to improve the regulatory environment you know to encourage the corporate uh, large corporate you know investment you know across the sectors and the market so for example um, they said that they want to um, you know improve the regulation about the merger review filing so um, they are working to expedite the merger review uh, process, you know, for some simple cases. That that's the one example. And the other example is the corporate venture capital uh, regulation we have. This is the kind of the new rule and regulation implemented you know, by the previous administration. However, um, this still has some disclosure and, and some capital requirement, which could be restriction for the corporate. But new administration plan to ease such terms or some of the disclosure rules um, to actually you know, implement this regulation smoothly in the market and thus the companies could, you know, spend more money for, um, you know, for investment and also, you know, smaller, you know, for, for the technology or um, other business acquisitions. 
Great. Thank you. And you've touched a bit on it there, but can you tell us about the effects on corporate venture capital and how that's already being impacted by the new government? Yes, I think a corporate venture capital, when we say the corporate venture capital, actually, it has been there for many years, you know, because, you know, many, you know, large corporate has invested in um, their offshore investment arms um, in and South in and outside of the South Korea. However, this law was passed on a previous administration to increase more like onshore um, corporate venture unit inside of the country. Um, and this law becomes effective this uh, February. Still, there are not many uh, companies, you know, have not adopted uh, this um, new venture capital um, law. Is it the new law or new framework? Yes. Um. So, so this is new law. Um. But, uh, and so far, uh, we have uh, one example, like a GS uh, Holdings, the retail retail conglomerate, you know, has established this um, uh, CBC um in South Korea and plan to expand their business aside from the from the their main retail operations. Um. So. Before South Korea regulation does not like a conglomerate, you know, one, you know, acted as a financial investors because they wanted to act more like a pure strategic players in the market. But this law is increasing the scope of the, you know, cash rich holding companies aside from their, um, like, uh, aside from their main core businesses so that it can also activate the startup involvement, um, in the country. Thank you. And and Jenny, coming to you, which industry is getting the most attention following the, the government change and how is that likely to be impacted or how are they likely to be impacted going forward? Well, definitely there will be a continuous government support to increase um, digital content, especially K-content to expand to overseas and other digital platforms. And to follow with the global fourth in industrial revolution, the new government will accelerate R&D to expand like advanced technologies like AI, um, smart manufacturing, smart factory, um, and self-driving cars, etc. But um, out of all, uh, cryptocurrency and digital asset would be the most um, outstanding sector that will see the change. Um, although South Korea is very active um, on cryptocurrency, um, and it has like many users who are um, trading, trading coins, um, that, um, actually South Korea's crypto market reached over $45 billion, billion US dollars last year. Um, but, um, Korea's previous government, Moon's, Moon's administration maintained somewhat ambiguous stance on cryptocurrency and it, um, pro prohibited all forms of like ICO or IEOs. Um, However, the new president, um, you will take a somewhat safe and progressive measure toward, um, cryptocurrencies and coin offerings to grow the digital asset sector and increase opportunities in blockchain, blockchain technology. Um, the UN plans to allow like domestic ICOs, which is like IPOs in cryptocurrency market. 
and virtual assets with adoption of protection measures to protect the consumers and investors. Um, and we'll divide virtual assets into security types and non-security types. Um, according to the margin market analysis piece we published earlier this month. Um, and the new admin- administration will also enact laws on digital assets so that virtual asset ecosystem can um, grow to earn trust among investors and these laws will include um, issuance of digital assets such as NFTs which is really global trendy um, virtual asset right now and coin listings and regulations and measures to protect consumers and um, transaction stability Um, and yes so I think um, many industries will obviously get attention um, because of the government change. But I think uh, cryptocurrency and digital asset, virtual asset would be the most um, ones that's getting the impact. Great. Thank you. And staying with you, Jenny, are there any other industries beside the, the crypto digital assets sector that, that are expecting growth? Also, cybersecurity is one of the essential sector. Um, that is um, globally increasing as well. But South Korea is kind of different from other countries because it sees a greater demand um, and growth opportunities in cybersecurity sector because given the situation with North Korea, obviously. Um, so therefore, the new government plans to set up the national cybersecurity agency under the direct control of the president and a control operating system to strengthen the security of the public and private sector. Um, it will also enact related laws for um, new institutions and focus on establishing a cybersecurity paradigm nationwide to deal with um, cyber threats, especially. Um, in private sectors like uh, biotech, defense, IT business, um, could be the targets of increasing ransomware attempts. And besides cybersecurity, we also found out uh, pet industry is another sector that is getting that attention. Um, <laughs> I think this is across the world. We recorded a, a podcast episode on this a few weeks ago with a guest in North America who was looking at the, um, the pet care boom there. So I think this is uh, common to a lot of countries. Right, right, right. Like, interestingly, Yoon, he has no child, um, but he has seven animals. He has four dogs, three cats. So he's like really known as animal lover. So he's uh, actually his um, national policy highlights uh, pet insurance and pet registration systems to be more efficiently um, structured in Korea because those are not really... Um, organized in Korea so far. So, and those are not organized and not yet structured and it's not really national, nationalized across the country. So, um, his main claim, his main policy includes the pet industry as well. And how is M&A activity likely to be impacted in those sectors? And it would be great to hear from, from both of you on that. For cryptocurrency and digital asset sector, um, there has been lots of um, South Korean gaming companies actually investing into um, and diving themselves into what is known as P2E games, um, 
it's known as play to earn games where they use like a currency or tokens to buy items and um, trade items or whatsoever. Um, so South Korean, one of the South Korean um, gaming company known as We Made um, is actively pursuing um, investment in blockchain um, platforms and those p2e games that has um uh, that has cryptocurrency aspects into it and it also offers its own token called remix token that is acting as a currency in the platform and uh, it is currently pursuing minority stake investments and it is also doing lots of full acquisitions of the blockchain companies and those P2E companies, not only in Korea, but also overseas as well. Right. So I think um, overall, um, overall, when you see the pledges of the new administration um, and as the from the conservative party background, and the market and corporate expect somehow more friendly policies and environment um, for the business. And also, um, Yoon himself also said that they want to eliminate unnecessary regulatory restrictions to make a business environment conducive to the large corporate um, and also the uh, free democratic um, economy. So, um, so with that, we expect the South Korea M&A activities uh, will continue to pick up this year. Uh, last year, um, we we had a record year for the outbound activities in South Korea, making more than thirty six billion um, deals globally. And obviously, US was the most uh, targeted reason, and it has been always been the most invested reason for South. Korean companies for technology and also advance the market um, market shares. Uh, so this um, this trend we expect this trend will continue. Um, and for the those sectors uh, we highlighted in the analysis with the cybersecurities, um, defense, and some of the digital assets will be um, also one areas we will see the increase deal activities. Great. Kate and Jenny, thank you very much. That was Kate Kim and Jenny Lee. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Dealcast presented by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. Please rate, review and follow or subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and on your Merger Market News Alert. For more information, have a look at our show notes. Join us again next week.